Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Because I'm Colleen C. <laughs> well, hello, Colleen. It's so nice to have you. I'm really enjoying my new role here on Vanderpump Rules Party. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Fresh off episode two, you guys. What'd you think? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I was actually, yeah, I was actually panicking and I was like, should I call Sarah first on Skype and we can like talk about how we can possibly make this like funny and entertaining. But then I was like, let's just go with it and maybe we can collab off of each other and and make some real magic here. I mean, honestly, the after show was probably more interesting and I just rushed through it. There's seven segments. I thought it was only a few minutes, but each segment is like three or four minutes and there's seven of them, and they they provide more backstory and context. But I feel like they should have done a better job on the episodes rather than making us go to five million different places to get content. Yeah, exactly. That I mean, that's what I'm saying. It was they could have had this content in the episode. Yes, yeah. that's how last week was too. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't get much on Watch What Happens Live either. I mean, Sheena played it safe as she probably should have because. You know, somebody's always saying something wrong on that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just listening to the final segment. It was on Sandoval and Tom and not being there um, for the Schwartz and Sandy stuff. And it reminded me we forgot to talk about the Greg situation yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I saw – so I don't really want to get into it too much because – it involves two scary things, <laughs> um, unless you know. So alleged conflict, and then also a group of people I don't really want to piss off. <laughs> but here's what was sent to us. Someone was watching. I guess there's been a lot of protesters outside the Scientology centers lately. Um, a lot of people, like ex-members and other people protesting. <coughs> and... Greg, the partner of Schwartz and Sandy, who we love, his wife, it's rumored, I don't know what's true and what's not true, that she's already had like issues or a confrontation with one of the picketers a couple weeks ago, but then on, I think it's on Saturday, um, had a conflict with one of the picketers and there was some some sort of physical confrontation perhaps, or a sign was swatted and then there was possibly an arrest made of Greg's wife. Um, I haven't seen any like arrest reports, but I also haven't looked. And then Greg came out and he got involved in the kerfluffle. And yeah, I kind of, I kind of Googled around to try to find like an article and, and I did find something, but it was like not that date. So I haven't seen anything to like confirm this story yet, but it's very interesting. So I don't know why if, like, the people were just in her way or their way or if they are Scientologists. So they're, you know, I don't know. But, you know, stay tuned. Yeah. So it just reminded me of that, as Sandoval will say, dude, I was told I couldn't come around. And if I did, like, you know, Greg said he was going to walk out. So it reminded me of that. Yeah. And we had emo night, which you guys, some, um, I, I see the chatter in a lot of the different groups out there <coughs> of, you know, the James allegations. And I know emo night was allegedly a part of that indicating like the cast does know, but they're, they don't want to cause problems for the show or they're just waiting t- for the investigation to be complete. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the emo night in question that we just got a, a quick glimpse of before the episode ended. So, yeah, I don't think a lot happened. Um, they're just setting up the stage, I guess. A lot a lot of it was setting up the scenes, right? The Graham scene, the emo night, whatever's going to happen there, the Lala, and that, you know, what was interesting on the after show 
And I think we'll rewatch the after show and then just do a full breakdown of it on Patreon. I think that's a great idea. Um, but Lala's really kind of like coming for Ariana. Like, come on, it's not that hard to move out. Like, I did it. And it's like, well, it's not the same thing. You didn't own the house. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, but but yeah, if Lala didn't come for her, no one would be coming for her. So I think that she is definitely taken on that role. And it's it's interesting. Yeah, because like we have to have that coming from somewhere. And Lala is the perfect one. Now, is there a Vanderpump Villa trailer or like on the website or just what we've seen on TV? Um, I believe it's on Hulu, like the the trailer or something. I haven't got to look over there, but everyone's talking about it, so I need to. I I got all caught up today in um, that Netflix show Griselda or whatever. Have you heard about that yeah. one? Um, of course, that's my genre. Narcos yeah. is like my favorite. So um, I started yeah. that. That was filmed at my friend's house um, in Long Beach. So I have not gotten to the scene yet um, where it was filmed there, but I can't wait. And it was, like, really good. There's another one on her called um, The White Godmother or something like that. And it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. It was a a Lifetime movie, actually. Sofia Vergara talked about it on – on watch what happens live she was offered that role but she turned it down because she wanted to develop this project so nice she's very interesting story so yeah i can i can see you getting into it um one other story we forgot to talk about too so as we were talking yesterday about sandoval being at schwartz and sandy's with this unknown blonde who like squeezed into the front of the car and sat on his lap as it pulled away and we're wondering how would victoria feel about that um someone was at schwartz and sandy's on i think it was premiere night and tom was there with victoria holding hands all over each other uh but there was drama with schwartz there there was some girl there named joya that he had hooked up with before Mm mm-hmm um, and expected him, so she was there and he, she expected him to pick up her tab, but then he left with a 22 year old he's been seeing for, or talking with or hanging out with for four months. Um, and then the Joya girl had a meltdown in the parking lot, um, screaming that she shouldn't have to pay for her bill. <laughs> oh, like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Maybe Brian should have gone there. Yeah. Shoot. So, yeah, I don't know who these girls are that Schwartz is seeing, but I'm curious. Yeah. So, that is that. All right, well, you want to get into the show, tonight's episode? Let's get into it. We open it up with the hoarder bedroom again. Did you feel feel like the um, last week on Vanderpump Rules, it was like, Extra, like they basically showed the whole episode. I was like, not that much happened that they had to do such a huge intro into the freaking episode. It was <laughs> you need a filler. It was really long. I was like, I, I like my first line in my notes is long ass preview. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've got Sandoval. He's like, yeah, I just got back, you know, like from my thing. I really wanted to punish myself, like through pain. <laughs> Did you, I thought it was so relatable. Well, first of all, I feel like now Ariana's room is like part of like the joke of the episode. Um, it's like getting worse. Like they're like finding different angles to to show like what's going on. Um, and then she's in, she's trying to do like an updo with her hair. And I've been there before. It's like you have like, you know, maybe your hair is like a day after washing. You're trying to do something like cute and you're using like a scrunchie and it just looks like ridiculous. Like it's like sometimes when you put stuff up when you're at home, you'll be like, damn, this looks good. And then when you're trying to go somewhere or do something, nothing works. Yeah. I hate that. It's every time we go out. To yeah. It, pump event. Yes. <laughs> I end up like, yeah, it's like, come on. Um, yeah, really, really leaning into her room. Yeah, re- yeah, absolutely. It's 
And like, it's funny. So I get it. Like, it's just like a a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, TC Andy's like, yeah, I wanted to punish myself. Like, for some reason, like, I think in his head, he thought like, that line's really going to hit. Like, because it's going to be like, I feel bad for what I did. So like, I I think it it worked for him on the show. And then he thought it was going to like translate also into Vanderpump rules. Like, it would be good. Yeah. And that people will see like... They know I'm accountable because I allowed myself to get punished for bad boy, you know? Yeah. But no, we didn't. He said things are not okay with Schwartz. He said he got very upset because Schwartz talked shit about Sandoval on Sandoval, Sandoval on Jax's podcast. Um, and like he feels betrayed because then they play a clip of like Schwartz, like he's out there trying to be a rock star, man. And I just don't care. Like, I don't give a shit about your rock star dreams, which I love. Yeah. Now, I feel like in the beginning of like the summer, we heard that this this was like a rumbling storyline that Schwartz was annoyed you know at at his touring schedule at uh, the way how much time and money he's spending on the band and not really checking in on the restaurant but it all was just amplified after Scandival because you know not only was he still touring and and acting like this but he actually blew up the whole restaurant as well so I think it's fair that Schwartz is pissed yeah they go into that more in the after show and Schwartz is like, there are some people with some deep, serious personal trauma that wanted to take it out on Schwartz and Zandies. I'm like, damn, what happened? Yeah. And I know someone wrote something in the bathroom, but what else? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the way Sandoval moved and his, his front, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, fine, you had your band commitments you needed to make money but you were just thriving you're making jokes in your song lyrics about Raquel or the phone you're you know hooking up with girls you're you're just like living your best life yeah it just wasn't a good look it rubbed everyone the wrong way even Schwartz yes so Anne tells Ariana that Jason's gonna come over and so she's like going to take the dog out so she doesn't have to see Jason or Tom. Good call. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when she brings up about the birthday party, said Tom will get her a hotel room. And she's like, no. And I'll call the cops if there's, you know, excessive noise. Poor Anne. I mean, she really was like the comic relief and just like, oh, you fe- it's like I was so glad. She was there, but you felt bad for her. But I'm like, thank God she's there because she's making this, like, kind of fun. Yeah, and I, I just feel like I'm so glad that we got to see, like, kind of, like, what the – because they talked about this, like, a lot about how they don't talk to each other and that they go through assistants or friends, you know, for, like, their schedules. And so I was so curious to see how it did work when her dog needed to go out or – they someone needed to go make a sandwich like how what does that look like how does it feel and to get a little glimpse of that with Anne, um it it was just best part of the episode what did you think about ariana saying that tom goes to her mail and like put like the plates on her car it's like well that's illegal you can't open someone else's mail uh, but then he got the white noise machine because he thought everyone was eavesdropping on him. <laughs> I kind of love that. I'm a big white noise machine girl, so relatable. Yeah. Not during the day, though, just to, like, interrupt the the sound. Like, I don't know. I, I it, it is – I think it's yeah. hilarious. But um, I don't know. I had, like, this, like – strange thought and then I was like Holly what the heck when he said that he that she 
that he opened her mail and put her plates on, I kind of thought that was nice. But I get why it's all so creepy. But I kind of <laughs> yeah. would have been like, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do that. So I feel like, once again, that's that's how, like, their relationship was. Like, he would just, like, do things like that. Um, it's manipulative. He's reminding her, see all the things I do Yeah, yes. Like, the batteries. So, like, in a way, yeah. So, like, in a way, I was like, well, that was, like, kind of nice because – I know when my stuff has come, like, and chat is busy or something, I'm like, shoot, like, I have to find the tool. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, it's nice to have someone do it for you. But, but yeah, it's like, don't, you you don't have that role anymore, Tom. Yeah. So Jason comes over and I think, wow, Maya is a really good judge of character because Maya really loved Anne. But when Jason came over, uh, Maya just started barking, like, angrily and... Not a fan of Jason, which, okay, they say dogs' instincts are spot on. I have to say that theory is probably true. So when we were talking about this season and, you know, like, who is going to want to film with Tom Sandoval, you know, we made our our roster of Billy Lee, Kyle Chan, you know, the, the key players that we really saw around a lot. I was not expecting... Jason, the manager, to be in the role, like literally filming as a friend of with Tom. Like, I'm actually shocked, and especially for someone who mocked the show. Oh, oh sorry. Um, that literally said, it's just a show, you guys. It's not, you know, like, what do you say? You can't believe everything you see in here. It's just a TV show. Yeah, uh, you know what? On Patreon, we will um, we will talk about um, our beef with Jason, and we will bring up the screenshots of all of the messages that he spewed all over our Instagram page when he was going on his little rant before he blocked us. Um, just to to revisit that, but yeah, when he came on the screen, I was just like, yuck. And, and we've had to see him several times since. Yeah, and let me tell you, he's not friendly. Um, I. No, are we? <laughs> no, but I actually think he like owes us an apology. I really do. Yeah, like I we did nothing wrong. We've been nothing but supportive for all of his stuff, and um, I I think he fa- unfairly took his anger out on us. Yeah. Well, Sandoval tells him how he really misses Raquel, and he's just very much in love with her still. Um, and he's like, it's your birthday, right? You should have a party. And he's like, Ariana won't let me. And he's like, well, you should do what you want. Fuck her. What's she going to do? It's like inciting him. And like, it's like, dude, do you have any? I, I don't know. Did you also hear how he said, how he was like, have you heard from Raquel? Raquel? It's like, Jason, it's Raquel. <laughs> So he's like, dude, she said she called the police. What? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I guess if I'm sitting here saying that it's nice to have someone kind of going on the other side of Ariana, like the role that Lala's taking, I guess it's nice to have someone say what Tom Sandoval can't for his side. I'm just, I'm disappointed right now. I feel like... This is extremely Sandoval and Sheena heavy for this early into the episodes. It's it's a lot for me. I I would have rather just like when the firings happened, I would have liked for the group to like sit down and be like, where do we go from here? Like, where do where does our our support lie? Like, how are we going to do this? Rather than seeing this weird like birthday like we're really filming a birthday party for him. Like, with pe- people nobody knows who they are. Like, instantly I'm like, oh, there's a band member, there's a band member, there's a band member. Because, unfortunately, we've seen the band way too many times in our lives. But nobody else knows that. I mean, it's so it's not fun for the viewer. Nobody's excited to see Billy Lee and whatever was going on with her eyes. Hello! Like, she had that weird, like, googly, like, her eyes were gonna pop out but like I don't know yeah it's kind of like I just woke up face or something or was startled or something yeah yeah (laughs) like I don't know very Mm scooby-doo 
esque. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got that, and then we've got, of course, your favorite scene of them setting up the scene to set up the whole Graham thing. Uh, well, I so when today is first of all, why was the show on it at five? Well, it's 8 p.m. Eastern because it's on at 8 now. Oh, okay. So the time is different than it was before. So I think they're doing it to make room for – so right now they're just playing reruns of Southern Hospitality, probably trying to get people to be like, oh, do you like restaurant shows with young people fucking each other? You'll like Southern Hospitality, right? Right. So trying to force that on us right now. They did that with Summer House, right? That used to follow Vanderpump. Yeah. Until March 19th when the Valley comes on and then that will take the nine o'clock slot. Okay. Yeah. So um, normally like I, I'm driving at 530 to take Ronnie to her practice. And so Sarah texts me. She's like, by the way, the show's on at five. And I was like, what? So when I was watching the episode, I was like, oh man, this is the first 11 minutes. I've already seen this. This is such a waste of like my notes and my time right now. Like I wish... I could have like rearranged the time a little bit. So I was only I was able to watch and take notes until like, you know, 535 and then I the rest I watched in the car. But um yeah, this scene in Burbank when they're taking a little walk. Yeah, it's fully setting up for Graham Crapper Cra- Graham Crapper <laughs> hippie to come back. Um Ali, I really want the doggy and but you travel so much, James. Well, Harry can come and stay with the doggy. I, I really like a doggy. <laughs> oh, guess what? You know, like they, they people talk about like manifesting and how you have to like speak what you want into an ex- existence. But I feel like James, like that is 100% what this guy has done from the beginning. Like he, like he's like with my DJ career taking off and every, you know, it's like, I, I want to just start saying, I'm, I don't know what I, I'm trying to think of what I want to manifest. My Huntington Harbor home is getting ready for me right now. Like I, I just want to speak it into existence like James does. Well, then they go right to the the other little flashback of Lisa. What what happened with Graham Cracker with Raquel in the facility? I don't know, Lisa. Well, surely we've got to find out. Like, huh? This wasn't set up. Which, like, by the way, like it is true that it those are things that they should be thinking about. Like, if they truly cared about Raquel and Graham, yeah. um, but it's just so. Fake. I don't know. I, 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 I want them to, like, get it moving already. Like, this is episode two, and it's very much felt like episode one. I'm underwhelmed. It's yeah, it's fillery. Yeah. Even this next scene, the smoothie scene with Lala and Ariana. Um, and she's like, why don't you just leave? And Ariana's like, I don't want him to, like, assert his dominance and think he can, like, make me cower to do whatever he wants. And Lala's like, he's getting off on making things miserable, you know, for you. And you're still sticking around. He's getting off on that. Like, I get it. And I appreciate Ariana's honesty, too. When, you know, she's like, Lala's like, oh, do you just not want to leave because that would be too easy for him? She's like, yes. So, yeah, it's partly finances. Well, and and, and I I think, like, that is why... I haven't jumped on the ban- the bandwagon of being like, why doesn't Ariana just move out? Because part of me loves that she's freaking admitting that, like, she is being a, a spiteful biatch. And she she doesn't want him to, like, she doesn't want him to be happy. And, like, that brings me joy. And I think it's funny. Would they call him a spiteful bitch? Yeah. For not leaving? I mean, it's just, you know, everyone's telling her, why wouldn't, you know, it's healthier for you. It's like... Well, why he's the one that broke the home. Why does he have to be the one to leave? And then she explains the finances too better. Like he you know, oh on the after show he's like, I was overdrawn, dude, and I was having to move money around. She's not paying anything. Well she fully explains that on the after show. <coughs> okay, like, I wanna see that and hear that. Um, I I I thought the smoothie place was really freaking cute and it was like came way too fast and I can't I couldn't rewind because I was watching live um but I want to see what that place is called I thought it was cute and I would have ordered Ariana's um drink rather than Lala's yeah 
Did you see did you see the little commercial that the Toms did? The Vanderpump do-overs? No. So in between when um, Anne is texting and saying like, oh, sorry, I have fast thumbs. I asked Ariana if you could oh. have your party until 12. There was this little commercial. It was for a movie, I believe, or a series, something Madam Web. And so the Toms like are do a whole little segment on do-overs. It's called, yeah, it's called like Madam Web do-overs or something. And so kind of similar to like what Lala did, like promoting yeah. that. And it was actually really funny. Like one of the things, um, Sandoval kicks in the door and Schwartz is not on there peeing. He's like ready to go. So he comes out like all ready. It was really freaking funny. I'll have to find it and post it. Oh, like the New Orleans scene? Yes, like all a lot of their iconic scenes, and then at the end, um, Schwartz is like, "Is there anything else you would want to do over?" And uh, in Sandoval, like it, it's kind of funny. Oh, okay, yeah, post it. Yeah. Um. So on the finances, like we're gonna get into this on Patreon, but just a overcap, overcap, recap, whatever overview. Um. There is still a little bit of you're like, oh, okay, she is being a little gray area i don't want to say shady but basically they had a joint account they both Mm -hmm. put equal amounts of money in there and the all the bills and mortgage was pulled from that and when they refinanced in 2021 obviously he wanted to do the the special loan or whatever for schwartz and sandys it ended up coming out of his account and then after that he never provided her with any bills or receipts like so he would just say, give me this amount of money, but wouldn't show her. And she, I guess, asked, because I asked through three different assistants um, for receipts or bills. She's like, I'm not just going to pay things that I don't know what they're for. I want accounting of them. And <clears throat> so she's like, until I get the bills and invoices, I'm not just going to give them random amounts of money. But she said she had been giving, writing him checks, you know, for stuff. But then once this happened, she stopped giving him checks because she can't trust him and she wants, like, the bills. I mean, I I would think, like, if he's going to run his mouth and say things like that, like, I would 100% have the invoices, proof, and everything because that does make her not look like an equal partner or whatever, you know, they consider themselves for this house. Um, and that, and I feel like once you do, like they kept saying on this episode, blow up the family home or whatever, um, you do have to get more black and white because they're not talking. So I think it'd be very simple to be like, the electric bill was $300 this month. I need 150, you know, like, and show it. Yeah. You need to have, he's like, then I'm going to have to pay some accounting person to lay it all out for her. It's like, are you that out of touch? Well, he is. Kristen said he would never, ever pay the bill. Yeah, he's probably really disorganized, and maybe he didn't want to – like, maybe he was, like, behind a little bit or something, and he doesn't want to show that. Yeah. Well, of course, because he said he was overdrawn, and he'd have to move a 1,000 here, a 1,000 there. Like, uh, for sure he's behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then he also just doesn't know how to manage or handle bills. Which, and again, like, I, I don't think that's, like, anything to be, like, super embarrassed about if you are living, like, really tight like that and, you know, going after a dream and paycheck to paycheck. But he can't shit talk about it and then not show the proof. You know what I mean? Like, who, like why were you, like, you have to show what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, she should certainly know how much her mortgage is or how much. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and that's, that's her sitting down and, and making forcing him into action to provide those things and he can't do it yeah, he's like what does she think i have like a side deal with at&t or spectrum or something it's like no but those bills vary mm-hmm. yeah maybe nine you know what if you watch like 10 movies with billy lee she shouldn't have to pay for that or maybe like she never wanted kate like you know how, like b- like certain bills would like bug you at once you weren't together like maybe she doesn't watch cable or maybe yeah. she doesn't want to pay like the peloton membership that they were splitting or something you know like who knows yeah. exactly all right um she said dan has opened her eyes potentially to wanting things she didn't used to want, like possibly marriage, possibly children, and that now she realizes it was Sandoval as her partner that scared her and made her hesitant because she knows she'd have to like 
pull all the weight. Okay. This this was like borderline like uh sad. And like I feel like all of us viewers like kind of saw this and knew this is why she was, you know, saying that. Um Yeah, I I don't know. This uh, that's just sad. Sad. Well, her eggs are frozen, so if she wants to, um, wouldn't that be the ultimate burn, the one that, you know, everyone always thinks so. Oh, poor Sandoval, she wouldn't give him kids. He wanted to get married. But actually, like she said all the time, he didn't really want to. He just doesn't want to be told no. Right. You know, so there's that. Um. What did, what, sorry, sorry. What did you think about the, like, back to Ariana, like, kind of talking to Lala about why she won't just sell the house or move out? What did you think about her men- mentioning that, like, he's trying to, you know, use dominance and have her cower to to move out of the house? Like, do you think Ariana's actually intimidated by Tom? No. Uh, yeah, I don't either, but, but I I could see, like, I wish she would have explained it, like, cause, and maybe this, maybe it's not, maybe she, he does have dominance over her, I don't know, but it's almost like, you know, like, when your partner, like, throws a fit about something, and it's almost, like, easier to just give in than to deal with them, like, just ranting and raving and just, like, being a little baby yeah. about it. I kind of, like, that's what I assumed it was, where he just, like, whines and bitches. I mean, we've seen him go off like this, where it's, like, just, like, nauseating. That's why she said she called producers, because she knew if she didn't, she could fall back into that trap of falling under his manipulative techniques. Yes, yes. So I I wish she would have, like, kind of broken that down for Lala, because then Lala probably could have delivered a funny line of making fun of him somehow, you know? Um, But, yeah. Yeah, The psychologist that Raquel had on her podcast this week really explained that way of thinking, too, and got it. Like, because Raquel was really saying a lot of the things that Ariana was saying of, like, why she called producers. It's like he was doing the same thing to Raquel, and he may not even know he's doing it, but that's just his way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and... Sorry, one more thing. I just, I can't, I can't get over this. The other thing that I feel like may be at play here, and maybe this is just, like, me projecting my own shit out there, but um, I feel like when this first happened, Ariana... Uh, had like a couple of sponsors from banks that were like, uh, you know, they're going to help me get back on my feet and get everything in order. So when I am ready to move, I can. Like, who's to say that their credit is in order right now and that they can easily go parlay this into something else? Like, I don't know. Chad and I have been in different positions in our lives where our credit has been really great. And then we've taken hits during COVID and stuff where you know, if I had to start over again right now, I would have to work with somebody. Um, like, I, I feel like I truly feel like that's a big part of it for both of them as well. It's like, I think they both were in a really good place when they bought their house. And now things have, you know, it's everyone's gotten relaxed. And, you know, who knows how what what shape they're in. It was interesting on the after show when they were talking, Ariana was explaining like, why she hasn't paid anything. Um, Katie kind of chimed in there. Actually, it was a really funny moment. It was a very you moment because Ariana's talking about finances and everything, and all of a sudden you heard like, and Jerry's like, Katie, are you looking at TikTok right now? Oh, that's funny. She's like, no, it just went off. Like, total lie. But, anyways, Katie chimed in. She was explaining too. She's like, uh, oh, because Ariana was saying, I'm sorry, but I have this mortgage. She's like, rent in Los Angeles is already so high. She's like, I know what Katie pays and it's even higher now. And she goes, plus I have a dog that's over 50 pounds and a cat. So now I'm going to pay even more. Oh, pet rent is insane. Yeah. And then Katie chimes in. She's like, yeah. And at the time we were still paying so- something about her rent. Oh, and I'm like, what at the time? What's going on, girl? Yeah. <laughs> then she was just on a podcast 
the Nikki and Bree show. I don't know who they are, but um, <gasps> you don't know the Bellas. Oh, are they the Bellas? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. I don't know. It was not that exciting of an episode. Um, everyone was fine. It's just nothing. No secrets revealed. Or right, right. But <clears throat> um, she made it. So, you know, she's like. You know, no, then there's the permit for the water heater, then the inspection to make sure the water heater makes code. And the, so she was saying all of these things, but so it, she kind of made it seem like things are happening again. Uh-huh. But then, I don't know, now this thing with the, and at the time we were still paying rent for really stuck with me. Yeah. Um, on that Jack's interview that I was talking about, he said he doesn't pay rent at Jax's bar and grill. Oh, well. They're just letting him use the space. That could make sense because. I mean, that's nice. Like, wouldn't that be nice to just like have a little space and see if it works out? And they got to like totally decorate it how they want. Like that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a lot to um, not pay rent for when you got to totally remodel the whole thing. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got the sad song montage of pump, pump's last day. Oh, wait, really quick, really quick. Um, did it make your nipples hard when you heard that Dan is 40 years old, no kids, never married? I didn't know he was 40. Huh. I don't know, 40 lives in the city. I mean, how, how, old, how old is Ariana? Like 38 or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Does he want those things? I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure. I don't know. That's. I guess it's like kind of like you can't assume what people want, you know. So I, yeah, I don't know. It's still just a little like you know, ten days after, and then just like boom, right into it. Like, should you maybe take some time? Well, the other thing that I caught, and I don't know, I don't know if I have it in my notes or where it was, so I'm going out of order right now, but. Did you catch when Ariana, oh, I think it was during this little section, and Lala was like, does, you know, Dan like going to the house or something? And she's like, no, like, he says he's excited for me to get my own space because hotels out when he's out here, it's expensive. And I was like, like, so he's already saying it's expensive? Like, normally, I would try to, like, if I was the dude, I'd try to hide that it was expensive, you know? It's a lot lot cheaper than New York. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I mean, I guess they, because they took it slow because of the distance, you know, that's in their favor, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, time will tell on that one. Yeah. Okay, so now, yeah, we go to the Lisa Lisa and Ken arrive to pump to people just clamoring outside for them. Lisa, Ken, yay, (laughs) pump. Um, I was really disappointed with this scene because of social media, um, A, I saw this entire speech that Lisa gave on social media when it happened. So it was like nothing new. I saw Lala and Sheena in their outfits. Um, yeah. It was funny when uh, Schwartz came over and Katie and Ariana left the table. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, they're like, do you guys want to go stretch your legs? Meanwhile, there's like a thousand fans around them with their phones up. Um, Again, LVP defending Sandoval, now to Schwartz at this time. And Schwartz is trying to explain, like, he almost destroyed the business. And Lisa's, no, it's not fair to think Sandoval almost was the cause of your demise of the restaurant just because he cheated. It's like, why is she always defending the men and him? It's like, yes, he was. Schwartz and Sandy's was doing well. Then it wasn't, only because of Sandoval. Yes. Like, and, and she's just, and then you'll see on, watch what happens. The question to Sheena was, do you, who do you think LVP has a softer spot for, Sandoval or Ariana? And Sheena said Sandoval. And she goes, you'll see this season. Yeah. It's just flashbacks to season six reunion when she said it wasn't fair because Faith seduced and trapped poor Jaxie boy who could never resist a temptation like that. It was her. It was all her manipulative Jezebel ways. It's like, 
Stop. She's never she has never changed her ways with how she handles like the the men on the show. She just well, has it. I think that part of the whoever asked the the content creator to take the video down last week, they they are close with um Lisa. I, I could see that because she wants to protect James. You know, she doesn't care about the women broken birds, just the men broken birds. Hmm. It's getting really old. Like we're we're at Tuesday night and we still haven't heard anything. I, I I'm really waiting for something to happen. Right. Um, okay, what did you think about like Sheena and Lala's outfit versus Ariana's at this event? Like I I, I was like Sheena and Lala were literally in like gowns, like glistening gowns, and then. Like, I, again, I need to rewatch it because this was, like, flying on my screen fast. But was Ariana in, like, workout clothes? At pump? Yes. Um, no, she was, like, in slacks with, like, a cute strappy top. Oh, okay, okay. I, cause I, yeah, it could look like a workout top, too. Okay, because I saw it and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, did they not tell her what, what they were going to wear or something? Like, geez, that was a big difference. <laughs> no, her pants, it was really accenting her abs. And her pants were like kind of flowy pants. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, what did you think about uh, Schwartz able to bartend now? After 10 years, he's feeling a little more comfortable behind the bar. He's had all that practice at Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's. He's had to bartend at Schwartz and Sandy's because he literally had to bartend. Like, like are they dumbing down the episodes for people who haven't watched or something? Because the pump flashback was so long and it did not make oh. me emotional because I really have no, no time. Like they were trying to tie it into the show. Like it was like iconic scenes and stuff. It didn't work. And then the flashback of uh, Schwartz not being able to bartend. It's like, we all know that we got the joke. We didn't need to see it again. Right. Filler. Yeah. So now we have Sheena re-recording Good as Gold with the 27s to make an emo screamo version. Um, I about dropped my f- phone when I saw her the screaming bit. <laughs> it was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> I need to post it. I don't know in what context, but it was amazing. It, 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 I believe it will be a huge memeable moment for sure. Um, <laughs> I just, so I, I was looking up the dates because I was like, okay, when, like, when is all of this happening? Like, it, are they putting this out of order or like it feels out of order to me um, because this was their second emo night that they had or the, their emo night that they'll go to. So I was like, when was this? And I, it was July 9th. Um, and that when they went to the restaurant, the last day of pump, that was, um, why did the date cut off was there? It like July 5th or something. It was like right after the fourth. Yes, it was. Yeah. What did you think that Sheena said? Well, Schwartz told Sandoval that Sheena invited him to the emo night. I'm like, did she ask Ariana about that? Because Ariana wants nothing to, and really Katie at this point, her two co-hosts at Emo Night want nothing to do with Schwartz. So maybe you should invite them unless you check with them first. Um, yeah. What, what did you think about Brock saying, like, this is such an American thing to be in a recording studio? Are recording studios not big where he's from? <laughs> Like, I was just, like, is that, I wonder if, like, culturally that is true. Like, I, I'm just curious. I don't know. Um, Brock, see, Brock was, like, loving Sheena recording the emo, screamo version of her song. Um, he's really proud of her. And then they get into talking about the postpartum OCD not wanting to leave summer. She's struggling with the babysitter, even though it's like a good, now this girl, she's the one that sang at their wedding, right? Tori. Mm -hmm. So you guys, she's sang at their wedding. She's the one that we'll see in upcoming episodes of kissing both Katie and Schwartz and being torn. See when they brought her on as the babysitter right now, and then knowing that she's coming up in this love triangle to me, that just screamed 
lifetime. It screamed like unbelievable, no way, dumb. Like, like bad introduction. Yeah. Like that's how, yeah, that's the intro. Like I, I, I just, it's, I don't know if it's believable and I don't know if it's believable that Sheena has OCD and that's who she's choosing to leave summer with for the, like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's too like triangle for me. I don't know. Sandoval said he quit drinking to support Raquel being in the facility and not drinking. He thought they could not drink together, dude. But then he's like, hey, Jason, he's like, but I have some chocolate shrooms. Do you want to do those? So I guess his sobriety is just like alcohol sobriety. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He's not sober. He's just not drinking right now. But I guess he's still doing mind altering drugs. So is there a point? Like, isn't the point to be clear-headed and focused? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, so his meetup with Tom, you know, they're, they meet up and Sandoval has a present for him, which just throws Schwartz off a little bit. And I think that's how Sandoval is. And that's how he works as a friend is he does these things that are, you know, you're like, that's nice, you know, and so it throws you off a little bit. But um, I was really proud of Schwartz for kind of holding his own during this little meetup where, you know, uh, Sandoval's like, I can tell you're mad at me, dude. I can feel it. Well, it was a, it was like a rerun of the Nick Vile podcast where, like, Nick's telling Sandoval, dude, just say, I'm sorry. Stop with the butt or what about, you know, and Schwartz is like, dude, just say sorry. Stop. You know, he, instead, Sandoval gets all defensive like he does tries to turn it around like yeah but you should have done this and you should have done that you should have went on Jax's podcast see you know? this is this is why like and I I'm hoping I have a feeling that we might see this but when Schwartz Schwartz is kind of like Chad in this way where like Chad will take a lot and then when he snaps on you it's like long overdue and what he says is like cutting as hell because he's been holding it in. And I feel like that's kind of how Schwartz was with Katie. You know, he would he would wait and wait and wait and wait and then he would just rip into her and just like go yeah, totally. berserk. And I feel like he has the potential to do that on Sandoval because it's like all of these things keep happening and he keeps making these comments and these jabs and just takes like so much liberty in their relationship, you know, with the business and all like he, he's going to snap. He's going to. Yeah. And and I, I think it will be great TV when he does. And Sandoval asks him, are you going to stick by me, dude? I don't. And he said he's going to put himself first. And I loved that for him. Yeah. Because it's true. Why does why does Schwartz always have to be like, oh okay, you know? But yeah. then but then he says that and then in the next scene we have them go him going to his birthday party. So it's like, ah like what Yeah, he honestly, wants to make with Katie and Ariana. He probably should have went to Evo night. I mean, there there's two MVPs in this episode for me. One is Anne, two is Allie. So far, yeah. Allie is the one who would, I would choose to be my friend. Yeah. Um, she stood up for Ariana, you know, of like, that's why she didn't go into that house. And she stood up for the bush because it didn't deserve to be pissed on. And it's she was right. Yep. She's not wavering. She's not being like, let me hear him out. Yeah. Much like the other surprise... Allie doesn't need to hear Sandoval out. She doesn't care. Brett, we see Brett Kenyon has... Brett Kenyon, you guys, is the guy that it looked like was making out with Ariana in Mexico at Sheena's wedding, you know, when they tried to make it look like threesome or whatever. Um, Very close with Sheena. Very close with Ariana. uh, Well, or was Raquel's best friend. He's at Sandoval's party. I about dropped i was like what the hell is he doing there i that it threw me off the most okay so when first of all i was just disappointed that this is a storyline and this is what they chose to film this is not what we want to see is sandoval 
throwing a birthday party with his little galaxy lights going around. Like, it was a complete turnoff to me. I, I'm i not wanting to celebrate him yet. Like, it's way too soon, and it's shoving it down our throats. I don't like it. I, I really was unhappy with this scene. I thought it was... Like, and, and it's not like, well, we want to make you a little uncomfortable because that's how this was. Like, no, it, it's, I can't believe that they gave him this scene. And I'm also extremely surprised at the Sheena emo night recording scene. I, I Both of those are just like, I'm like, that was a choice. I, I don't know. How about when Brock told Sheena all she does is surround herself with yes people? <laughs> like, oh. Um... That was I, you know. So for that that conversation, I feel like I kind of feel bad for Brock because I don't know that he gets many conversations with Sheena by himself where he can voice like what he wants to say without everyone jumping down his throat. Yeah, um, and that would be really hard. Like I know that like when we like a lot of times we'll travel and like vacation with my parents and. It's a huge sacrifice for Chad because my parents will, and it's also a challenge for me, um, my parents will say things and Chad will have to hold his tongue or if he brings something up, like it's it's just a different dynamic like with your mom and your own family that the spouse kind of has to deal with. Like I think every, you know, everyone can relate to that, but I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a big theme this season with them. Yep. So, well, stepping back a little bit, um, Schwartz visits James and Allie because Allie wants to do a reading on Schwartz because he seems lost and needs guidance. I'm like, God, you really nailed him. But he gets into James's house and James, I knew he would be this person. Oh, shoes off, please. He's yeah. a take her off. Shoot, take her off her. <laughs> I don't think you want his swampy feet. I think you're better off with his shoes on, James. I I take my shoes off in my house, like, just because, like, that's my own, like, thing. Like, no, I don't, like, I just take my oh, shoes off when I walk own. in. Yeah. When you make your guests. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's I what I'm totally, yes. Um, yeah, I guess that's all that really happened there. Oh, he, I mean, oh, and then Sandoval texts. James, which is very weird and fake because if they haven't spoken since the reunion, James was very volatile towards Sandoval. Then you're just gonna randomly invite him to your birthday party. That's what. That's, that's what. Fuck. Yeah, and that's what I. I just feel like the the storyboarding of these episodes. I don't think they did a good job of bridging that, like, the conversation, like, they forced this conversation, and, and it was great reality TV, I will give them that, but as a viewer, it was not satisfying for me to watch him get that text and have to drive there, like, it's feeling very, I don't know how to describe it, like, it's, it's choppy, I, I, I don't. They probably realized they needed something to happen, because nobody wants to see that party nobody knows who the the bandmates are nobody likes billy lee no, nobody really cares one way or the other about kyle chad nobody wants to see jason there's nobody else there they needed schwartz is just like Whoa. they needed something and someone someone and something to happen and this was i guess the only well and i feel like especially with this cast we they have always maintained that they are their little group they are what makes magic and they've always kind of made fun of the the outsiders and the clinger ons and then to suddenly have all of them in that house with sandoval and act like this is i do have friends it's like yes we know you hang out with them but like it just felt very i don't know like what 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 is this my quote of the week has got to go to james for um which i think it went last week too for the, well, what is this? This is a who's who party. Who are you? But I, but I thought that was super inauthentic to say who is Brett. Out of yes. everyone, we know who Brett is. James knows who Brett is. Everyone knows who Brett is. So, like, that that would be like saying, like, having Jamie come in and be like, who's this girl? It's like, are you kidding me? Like, she's been around for, like. 
they it, made it look like he was shooing him off like yes. a rat that he didn't know, like a fan, you know, like as they would say, a fangirl or something, which there's nothing not wrong o- with that. Not so only did he work at the restaurant, but he's he's been like a, a main player in the, you know, like, I, I don't know, like if you He's fo- like literally one of Sheena's best friends. And if you follow like social media of of the group, like, you know who he is. Like, I, I don't think many people don't know who he is. Yes, it was Sheena, Raquel, and Brett. So, so yeah, they should have used someone else for that scene. Yeah. But it still was a funny line. It was, yes. Like, but, but I, they panned around to everyone, and, you know, the, the rest, who cares? Yeah. And, like, Brett maybe doesn't matter, because, it's again, it's kind of like another memeable moment, so maybe he likes being in it. Who knows? Well, and, you know, given the circumstance that he is at Sandoval's party, I guess I'm okay with him getting a little shit. Yeah, that that was like did they send out a notice like anyone willing to film with Sandoval show up at his house for a birthday party? Like how how did that happen? Yeah, it could be if yeah, maybe. Or maybe he reached out and, you know, gave Sandoval a little bit of grace right in the beginning. Like I don't know. Like if you truly were like, you know, great friends with these people, like I could see, you know, it being hard to cut your friends off and stuff. I don't know. And it, it's interesting. But I would absolutely expect him to be on the other side of that. So that was surprising. Yeah. So James and Sandoval have their little sit down and James is explaining he was expecting an apology. And then Sandoval Sandoval's, he does the deflect, defend. Yeah, but dude, I'm still mad about like the Christian thing. And James is like, what? 10 years ago. It's not 10 years, man. Like, well, let's see, you've been with Ariana for nine. Right. So it pretty much is. And yeah, similar. James was 20. You're 41, 42. A little different. Um, You were broken up with Kristen. I guess, technically speaking, James and uh, Raquel were broken up. But, (laughs) you know, the other people involved were not. Um, It's it's fair, but it's desperate, and it's like you're it's, not still it's, upset. It's very much like him bringing up that Nick was late to his podcast with yes. zero proof of it, and he should have just like Sheena said on the on Watch What Happens Live, he should have just said, you know what, like I didn't even think about how this possibly made you feel. I'm sorry, I didn't reach out to you, like and and then he downplayed. He's like, he's not even my best friend. Like, what do I see him like once a month? And it's like, oh, okay, but I love James. He's like, I'm busy. I have to clean off my new porch and whatever. But think about this. Just last season, Sandoval, you paid 20 grand out of your own personal pocket to throw this amazing engagement party for this guy that's not one of your best friends. Well, that's fucking weird. And him and Ariana rode hard for James Kennedy, both of them. So, yes, they ha- they are fr- – like, the, the whole thing is – that it was ridiculous and Suspect. and i i'm not i'm truly not interested in seeing a season of sandoval spitting out these things where it's like huh that actually is a good argument maybe i'm not as mad as sandoval as i thought i was like this isn't winning me over it's actually making my stomach feel sour like that it's not it's not doing it for me i i'm not like oh like, is, is anyone celebrating Sandoval's little comebacks here? Because, yeah, like, I, I, oh, he makes a good point. Yeah, oh, maybe, yeah, you know what? He, he's not the only one who's done something wrong. <laughs> yeah, no one cares, dude. Yeah. Dude. It's like, can we just, like, I feel like... I, I, it's, it's just, like, a deeper thing. He needs to deal with what he did say sorry for it and then then we can move on but i'm not i'm not doing this of him you know yeah doubling down and being a dick and having to watch birthday parties right yes all right well that was it i mean i wish it was a little more exciting but you know still still have hope we'll still keep tuning in something's gotta happen yeah i i mean it's building it is building and the upcoming things look good. I they just they have to give us like a little more than just like one little good scene per episode. Like this one what? The good scene was Schwartz standing up to Sandoval for a second, but then he attended his birthday and brought him a birthday cake. Um 
So, yeah, it's just feeling like, dit, 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 I don't know. Maybe we should do a, moon, uh, a scream off. Who screamed better? Sandoval in his, ah! Like, in his therapy or Sheena in her. There you go. That's a good one. Session. Do that. That's a perfect. How do I split screen two videos? I just got a carousel letter. Reel it. Uh, I'm sure that that option is in real. Like, I bet you can split the screen on oh. Instagram. Yeah, I bet you can. If not, yeah, use a, a meme thing. Meme oh, my thing. gosh. I uh, That app, you know? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back on Patreon with the after show details. There's some interesting stuff in there. Um, and then whenever we find out more on some of the other stuff, you know, the uh, the story with Greg, any more on James, uh, we'll check out that Vanderpump Villa, let you know what that's about. And yes. they don't have a release date yet, I don't think, though. Oh, really? It just says everything I've seen is coming soon. I can't, I can't, I, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, we'll talk about it on Patreon and then um, we'll rewatch the extended Peacock version tomorrow. So we'll come back with another like refresher of episode two um, and let our feelings really sink in. So head to our Patreon for that and yeah. Or, or have some extra feelings that we just didn't share. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, right. I feel like I'd like to get into a couple of things over on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Okie dokie. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.